Hey, what's up, everybody? We back. This is another episode of the His Cape Not Yours oh podcast. Yo, we here with it, man. H-I-S-C-A-P-E. Oh, oh you spelling it out, huh? <laughs> N-O-T. Uh-huh. Y-O. U R S. Don't hurt nobody. Podcast. Do not hurt anyone. Please. See me with the bars. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? What's that? <laughs> what is, what's that your boy? Um, what's we just talking about him? Panda. Panda and, boy. Um, designer. Designer. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. He's a very special young man. We'll say that. Yeah. yeah. Special is a good yeah, way to describe. Very nice way to describe who he is. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. We'll take that. We'll take that answer. So how you doing, Curly Wonder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what we doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah, I'm good, man. Man, waves on swim. So they hate on him. Oh my! These yeah. conniving coworkers. Yo. 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 <laughs> so uh, just to give y'all some background, pastor preached today on conniving coworkers. We got a pastor that just preaches on everything relevant. Yeah. So if you got some conniving coworkers, go on YouTube, uh, keyword search Darius Daniels and put in conniving. Something powerful will show up. Yeah. It was an amazing sermon. Yeah, man. You're going to get blessed, and you're going to get blessed by the best, mm. I think, personally. Goat man. <laughs> goat man, goat man. Yeah, yeah that's me. me. <laughs> but you you heard it here first, though. But uh, our podcast, if you guys are uh, first-time listeners, uh, you want to look it up, and you can find the description. It's a podcast where we share uh, experiences with uh, millennials, really, mm-hmm. and we uh, talk about the different challenges that come with walking with God. Walking this Christ life, you right. know, and um, how to maneuver through that, right? right? Um, and just get past that, you know, you're only, I would say, you're only as good as the challenges that come with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you are able to get challenges and also overcome those, which Facts. is what God, which is what God put us here to do. Right. Nothing just, nothing comes for free. You get me? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to work for it, man, because if you don't accept that life is going, you know, sometimes bust you in the head. You're going to struggle, man. So it's important to always really grasp the fact that some things are going to be challenging. Yeah. So that's a fact. I think that having a false expectation, mm-hmm. you know, mm. of how life is going to be sometimes get us a little caught up. False expectations breed false realities. Yeah. So you think you're looking at something, you think you're seeing what you think you're seeing, and that ain't even what it is. So now you're wasting time. Right. And that hurts. Yep. It does. It's painful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess, you know, to be a little cliche, you know, no pain, no gain, right? Yeah. I mean, no, I hate that. I hate that. It, 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 it's cliche, but it's... But, it, but it's something to it. It's real. It, it applies more than you think. But, um, you know, we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, what? Uh, well, first of all, let's catch up. So you asked me how I was. Curly Wonder before. Boy Wonder, whatever. Um, <laughs> curly Wonder. Curly Wonder. I was okay. going to say um, Curly Chocolate, but I ain't... Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want nobody get no idea. Ah, that's rough. Yeah, man. Right. You see what I'm saying? I see the wisdom. I see the wisdom. That's discernment. That's what we call discernment. That's what the the ladies call you. Not, uh, well, that's another story. That's that's another topic of discussion. You know. But but no, man, I've been good. Um, You know, just rediscovering a lot of things um, just in my daily walk. Um, something that's been on me this week uh, has just been really uh, the story of Joseph. Um, mm-hmm. I'm about to actually start to get in that this week myself. But uh, I did uh, this past week. I did a pray for your spouse challenge or your future spouse challenge. I did that mm-hmm. for five days. How'd that go? That was good. You know, uh, open my eyes up to you know, as a man, you have to find. You don't find your wife without finding purpose, mm-hmm. and you have to find it before that. 
Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as a woman, r- women were created uh, from the rib, right? We know this mm-hmm. from Genesis, but they were meant, they are meant to, to lead with you, right. not lead, not, well said. not lead you. Well, no, lead, well said. You know what I mean? That was good. That so, was great language. You get me? Because, you know, we live in a generation, you will get stabbed if you say it the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. That was well said. Right. So you got to, and as a man, we are natural born leaders. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just how we created. Mm-hmm. And in order to lead, you have to have a purpose. You have to know your vision, know mm-hmm. what God's called you to do. So that just kind of, that's what kind of touched with me is more so encouraging me like, yo, use this season of singleness mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, solitude to really find that purpose. Mm-hmm. So you find that, you start advancing and mm-hmm. everything else will come along with that. Because, you, know? you know, in relationships. Yeah. Y'all got to help each other. Yeah. It's a big fact. The Bible describes the wife as mm-hmm. the helpmate. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you want God to send it, yep. you got to ask. The, the question is, do you need help? Right. If you don't need help, then you can't necessarily expect God to send it. So, you know what? I'm I'm in my life just now. I'm just I'm just realizing I got to position myself. To be as close to purpose as possible. That's a fact. So God can send the help I need. So right. his will can be fulfilled exactly. through our marriage. Because marriage is going to be ministry. Right. That's a big fact. So a it's fact. one of those things where, you know what? I've, I've met certain you know individuals and I can just know, you know what? That's a dope woman. Yeah. But she ain't got the help I need. Exactly. Exactly. You can appreciate. I think there's a thing too. I just it was a show off that statement is that you can appreciate a woman for what they are as far as in their spirit. But recognize mm-hmm. that it's not aligned with where maybe you are being led to right you know what i'm saying and that's just the holy spirit speaking through us giving and us that I, and i trust god so much mm-hmm. i've been praying for my wife since it's been a long time <laughs> it's been a long time and i had went up to one of the intercessors at church today okay and i said hey i need you to pray for my wife i just felt the need to say it yeah and she was like um she said have you seen it and i was like i don't know but all right you're right <laughs> I ain't gotta see her to pray for. Yeah, but she, but she, she's a prayer warrior. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. It might be the same first. Um, are we talking about? Um, I can't, I can't remember my my his name. Dark skin guy. Uh, got the gray mustache and hair. His wife. Are you talking about the older dude? Yeah, his wife. What about her? Because she, so so I, I asked that because so uh, y'all we had an event at our church. They are a beautiful couple. Yeah. We had We're talking a, about a beautiful couple in that church. Yeah, they epitome of what God can do mm-hmm. in your life if He gives you the when He gives you the right mate, not if when. Amen. Um, but when I was told, you got to was, trust in me, man. T R U S T. I'm in my yo, spelling bee bag. Spelling, yo, 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 spelling bee you're bag. You're the quickest spelling person I've met in my life. And, well, see, it's incredible. Story about that. I gotta show y'all. I got a trophy. I got a spelling bee trophy. They spelled your boy's name wrong on the trophy. You know what? The audacity. First of all. Okay. The audacity. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> A U D. All right, I'm not doing that. Oh, <laughs> so so. But I was uh after we had a fi- we had a service uh, last weekend called Fire Sunday, which was Yo, crazy. God was in there doing kung fu, bro. Look, I encourage everybody to be a part of a just a church body. But our church, when we had that man, the whole you could just you could feel there was a spirit moving in the place, and you already knew you already know it's God, you ladies know it's and gentlemen. Jesus. I levitated. You saw me. I was I did a triple bob by birdie in that. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see a man? You ever see a man float? That was Project Pat, Pastor Pat. Don't know. I don't do that pastor stuff. Pastor Pat. I'm, I'm Project Pat. Project Pat. All right. Mm-hmm. Prophet Pat. PP. 
<laughs> See, here we are. Oh, man. But uh, I mean, the, one of the ladies, she, because uh, I was just telling about how great the service was and everything, and I was like, "Yo, Pastor Daniels really got it. He really got it. Like he mm-hmm. got something. Like this is it's Sony. Yo, it's different." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Well, have you ever? Have you like? I think you should take a you know closer look at that." I'm like, "Closer look at what? Well, you said that you know this is something that you've seen before." I'm like, I've seen it before. What you talking about? She basically was telling me, like, you look at Pastor Darius. Mm. And that might, that I think that might be it. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah, what, what is it? What I thought and I interpreted it as is she was like, yo, maybe you should look more into what Pastor Daniels do. Like, talk mm. to him, connect with him more. Mm-hmm. And I did on Thursday when we had the leadership. We had a leadership meeting, but oh, that was yeah, incredible. Yeah, but we got. I, I just goes to show we have some people in the church, man, that will that are prayer warriors. They go to bat for you. They'll they'll speak some things into you mm-hmm. that you probably never even heard about yourself before. You know. Right. Um, but I digress. Let's but, get, let's get into the yeah. to the to the. What well, mean? Well, how you been first before? Like, I've been I, good, you man. Been good? You straight? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. It's all good. Life is uh, busting me in the head. Uh-oh. You hear me? I hear you. Like bro. straight up, like I wake up outside with a mallet. Then it's another one with a gun. It's another one with a shoestring, ready to choke me. It's like, so what's up? You ready for the day? Yeah. Yeah. I but you. my faith has grown so much this past week mm. because I stopped making it about how I was feeling. Mm, that's and good. So that's good. I'm, I'm trying to transition from an emotionally led person mm. to a spiritually led person. That's good. To make conscious decisions from what needs to be done versus how I feel. How how you feel sometimes is you basically telling yourself what you want to happen, mm-hmm. even though you know in your mind, hey, this, even in your spirit, right. this, yo, because you know what, the, I didn't realize how great the week was until today. Mm. So Monday through Saturday was was hell on earth. Sunday I'm like, oh, uh, it's like I was I was listening to not listening. I seen this this picture I put up on my uh, IG a while back, but it was like the guy was talking to God and he was just like identifying all these things that happened to him. Like you know, guy, I I was late for work today. Mm-hmm. Uh, my car wouldn't start when I needed it to. My mm. lunch was you know my lunch I couldn't get my lunch. Like, I wanted to because my wallet was at home. Like, why are you letting these things happen to me? Mm. But he was just like, well, did you see that when I did this? Because if I let you drive, you would have gotten to that three-car accident. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like it's just identifying, like, through the things that could, that went bad, there's always mm. a place where you can find a joy in it. Mm. You know what I mean? I get an example. A couple um, months ago, I had, I was, I, I told you this, but I'm going to just tell the you know, yeah. listeners. I was driving, and this car flipped over, and it was like four in the morning. And I'm like, yo, I got to get out the car. I'm getting ready. to. There's two people in the car. I'm helping the lady out the car. Her son was in the car. You could tell from the way he was laying, he was paralyzed from the neck down. Wow. And so, you know, just thanking God every day. It was sad that I saw what I saw. Right. But just knowing how God takes care of me man and how that could have been me and his grace and his mercy and i pray that young man gets his full mobility back but we take so many things for granted 
that could be taken away in an instant. I agree. Quickly. I agree completely. And uh, I was saying that too earlier this week to myself. It's like we we overlook these small blessings because somehow, some way, shape, or form, the world has found its way to infiltrate the body of Christ. To now that we don't mm. we don't honor we don't we we feel like we don't, we can only honor God sometimes. At least from what I've seen, we only can only honor mm. God for the huge blessings, like mm. the huge crazy breakthroughs. It's like, bro, he you able to wake up today. Right. Like, you're able to walk today. You have a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a, a means that you can create income. You have you had a, you have an education. And, and you think, know about, I mean? think about how quickly, let's say you break your foot. Yeah. And you got an eight-month journey. Right. To regain that mobility. Right. That whole eight months, you're going to be thinking about how valuable this thing you took for granted is. Facts. Was. That's a fact. So, yeah. it's always important to reflect in a, from a grateful state, standpoint. Mm-hmm. Before things have to things have to happen to remind you to be grateful, and God always reminds us that He's like, "Yo, listen, bro, I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to break you." Mm-hmm. But, but sometimes the only way we really gonna learn sometimes is to be broken. Right. Like, I was driving the other day and I went to rub my arm, mm-hmm. and I immediately thought in that moment, "What if I ain't had his arm?" Like I, it may it may seem so crazy. Yeah. But how different would I feel without this arm? Right. Like God, you've been good. You've been good. I was um, sharing a story with a couple of people the other day that uh, um, my mom told me this not too long ago, but uh, she told me that when I was born, um, you know, I came out, it looked like I was going to be all right, be healthy, but uh, apparently I was having some issue with my heart. Like it wasn't mm. beating the way it needed to. And um, my mom, she had, you know, you know, as a woman who just gave birth, you know, you want to take your child home with you. Mm-hmm. The doctor told him like, "No, nah, you you have to you can go home." He got to stay, but he got to stay. And I mean, I I didn't really really put it into perspective until she started explaining to me like, "Yo, like, mm. yo, like I I thought you were not you were not gonna survive. Like I came home and I was just in a panic." But I remember her. She was told me that her and my grandmother both were praying like throughout the whole night, just the whole mm. night. Next morning they get a call like I think she said she got a call like nine a.m. Mm. The doctor was like, yeah, your you, baby's fine. Like, come pick him up. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, I could have... That was me. I would have cut my hair off. I'd have been praying, <laughs> praying with a, uh, a, what do you call it? A robe on. Yeah. Like, I would have been prostrate before God. Like, God, please, my, my child. Yeah, man. man. Then, you know, my, they told me, I, I mean, growing up, I used to have uh, seizures. Like, you know, wow. not like uh, the ones where you kind of like... You know, flip out and all that, but it was kind of like your body, my body, I guess, would come go into some sort of like shock state, mm. something like that. And I did, I had that until I was maybe like four years old, five years old. But then my, you know, my parents was like, when is this not going? You know, what I'm saying, when is this going? Like, how is this going to subside? And now I look at myself today. I don't have, I don't have no, I don't have no heart problems. I don't have no, no seizure problems. Like, wow. you know, what I'm saying, and it's just like, <clears throat> how would life, like you just said, how how would life be if I couldn't like I wouldn't be able to play basketball like when I, I loved basketball when I was growing up. What if the doctor told you you can't play no sports because your heart is too enlarged or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You get me? Or if I was still having these seizures episodes and things like that. This and this you know? is, this is really connects well to our topic for the day, man. Yeah. This this, this what you saying? What we saying right now? Mm. So you gonna you gonna hit us with the topic? Yeah, I, might as well. You know, might as well. Take your time, Blair. You know what I mean, let me just let me Don't just take hop. too much time. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just hop right into it. He got the he got the pimp mark right now, but the, no, nobody's being pimp. Get the bunny hop going. Hey, he got the okay. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, the topic for today uh, for y'all is limitations. 
Limitations. Limitations, y'all. And um, so limitations, right, is um, it's something that we place um, either on ourselves. You know, we place that on other people. Um, how many, let's just think about, you know, how many times in a day we place a limit on something. You know, like man, me and Pat, we like sports. Mm-hmm. Like we be having maybe casual conversation about a Love team. Sports. Right. We'd be like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, he not that he's not capable of doing that. Like you know, what I'm saying like that. Mm. That quarterback's not capable of doing that. Facts. That wow. You know the the, the linemen. He can't. That defense is they okay, but I don't right. think they can do that. Because we're so used to predicting the the outcomes. Right. Like oh, I think he might run for 100 yards. I think he might pass. Right. Pass. Not you know. Fantasy football season is, is upon us. Yes, it is. So yes, this it is. this is this holds true in many many aspects at this mm-hmm. particular time of the year. Um, but man, um, you know. As it pertains, let's let's tra- let's you know transition that to how it relates to walking with Christ, right? So, um, limitation. The term itself is defined as an instance of limiting, which is anything functioning as a limit, or mm-hmm. uh, another, I guess, synonym you could say is restrictive. Right. So when you place a limitation right on on God, right? Um, if you've had that instance in your walk, or if you've just done that to yourself, mm-hmm. um. I believe that when you do it, you're placing, just like the word says, a restriction on what you can do, mm. like what you're capable of doing. Like, have you had that? You've had that happen in your life? Like, Definitely. Where, you know, you said, like, you know, I'm, I'm good, but like, I, I don't, am I really this good enough? Yeah, you know? I, I think um, one thing I struggled with for a long time was I had an inferiority complex. Mm, okay. So okay. I would be in situations where I should be seeing myself one way, but because I see myself lower. Yes. I couldn't get the maximum out of the situation. Right. And that affected me in every way. Whether That's it be good. school, dating. That's good. I would choose people that I knew, you know what, you ain't strong enough for, you know, what I have to give and mm-hmm. vice versa. Right. So I kept putting myself in situations, <clears throat> excuse me, where I was lowering the expectation because I didn't want the challenge. That's a good point. Wow. I like how you did that. Yeah, like I didn't. Did I didn't want to come out of the comfort zone. Yes. So I wanted to maintain the limit. So I stayed within the limit, mm. and everything that was within the limit wasn't what God had for me. Right. So I always felt unsatisfied. Right. Because you knew there was something greater, but you weren't willing to take that step. Right. Into it. So right. it wasn't until God yanked me outside of the mm-hmm. limit. Right. Oh man, <laughs> that I really got to see. He really pulled my shirt. Oh, that's a. <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's a. That's not a place to be. Right. Facts. Not for me. Right. Not for you. So. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I totally get that. I like how you said, like, sometimes we can use that as an excuse or as, like, the scapegoat mm-hmm. to say, well, I don't want what's on that side. You know what I'm right. saying? I don't, want, I don't, I really, like, and you have to ask yourself. That's why I always tell anybody I'm talking to when you're talking about going through life and making maybe certain changes or going on to certain careers and mm-hmm. lifestyles. Are you really, do you really want it? Because if you really want it, I found this. If you really want it, there's no limitation that's going to stop you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know one for me is like, so I used to, I, I mean, I don't say I used to. I do like going for runs. It's kind of something that's a little bit like a release for me. That. You know, yeah. So it, know. it's a release for me. I, I like spiritual. Uh, I mean, it kind of just has as far as wherever I go. As long as I'm getting the workout. Uh, I probably usually do between two or three miles. Okay. You know, if I do go, I that's you it. Can hang with the big boys. Oh no, I'm not going like anything above three miles. It's kind of like, oof. Well, I was doing ten a day, my brother. Oh well, you yeah. see, you committed. You committed, light, brother. Light flex, like you know, mm-hmm. little 
A little drip. Not no more, though. My body was getting on. <laughs> I was getting skinny. I was looking all hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that was me in high school, Okito. I ain't going to hold you. High school, I was like, I seen some people told me, like, yo, you was. Because I never believed I was skinny in high school. Mm-hmm. I never did. I, I always been like, yo, I'm in shape. Da-da-da. I'm like, bro. You, I was looking at pictures of myself, and I'm like, bro, you was. You were skinny. You were skinny. But you know what's crazy? Not to, not to uh, cut you off, yeah. but I was thinking, um, in terms of running, yeah, I started out doing like four to five, right? And then I was like, you know what? I could, I could push it, yeah. And then um, I started doing 10, mm-hmm. 14, right. twelve sometimes, but I had to push the limit, yeah, to get there. right. And I didn't recognize how much farther I could run mm-hmm. until I was in the midst of the run. I like how you said that, mm-hmm. and because I'd have those moments when I'm in the runs where it's just like, all right, I'll like set myself on like an instance before I kind of just like, all right, I need like, you know, how through a course of a run, sometimes you kind of like take like a maybe mm-hmm. not like a like a minute to like, all right, let me get my body refilled mm-hmm. back up so I can just hit this next portion. Um, I'll tell myself, all right, this is the this is the marker. Like, all right, I'm running up the street, like you know where I live at. Um, there's a gas station. That's kind of usually my mark point. Like, all right, I'll stop there real quick. Give me like a minute, mm-hmm. get back into the next thing. But sometimes you ever find yourself, ah, see, I'm I'm almost there, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm good if I'm if I just if I just settle if I just oh, stop yeah, right no, here. No, definitely, you definitely, know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. Like, there's always a point where you know I'm gonna run to this pole, right? But then your body has a settling point. Yeah, right, right, before right. Before that pole, exactly. And um, I think that's kind of like how life is, where we got like I think that's what you was getting. Right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We got a point where all right, I know. In order to complete this goal in excellence, mm-hmm. I need to get to the to the stop sign. Yeah, but it's gonna be a whole bunch of feelings mm-hmm. that come into your 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 your, your spirit mm-hmm. before you get to that stop sign mm-hmm. to say you can stop here. Yep, you good. You you you, you did enough. You did yeah, like right. and see. And that, I use that. I like to use that when it comes to like completing God's mission. Right, mm-hmm. completing what God started. Right, and having the faith that God will do it in every part of it because. We'll be so, and it's crazy. Somebody told me this one time. You get so close to mm. the finish line, and then you'll be like a step away, but you stopped mm. right before you hit there. And you, all you needed was just one more step, but you got so weary, and you like started saying, "Well, you know what? My body's not feeling right now. You know, my mind's like all in different places. You know, so uh, I got things I got to, you know, mm. you just like I got things, bills I got to pay. You know, there's other things. There's things that come up in our lives that tell us or convince us that. You know, all right, you know what? I did enough. Right. Like, I already went past the limitations, so you want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. And that's where, mm-hmm. um, and I love how Pastor was talking about having a better devotional time. Yeah, right. That's where devotion is important because in devotion, God's going to be able to really expose your limits yeah. in a safe space. Yes. To kind of give you clarity mm-hmm. on what limits you need to cross yeah. and what lim- limits you need to stay behind. Right. For example... If you dating, yeah. some people can handle a kiss. That's facts. Okay? That's facts. Some people can handle a hand on the shoulder. Yes. Some people can't. Right. So it's not just about... Sometimes you got to overcome limitations. Yes. Sometimes you got to set them. I like how you did that. Because... So... Most... I would think most limitations are formed by us. Because God has no limitations on... As far as his power. I'll say that. Amen. But when it comes to... Right, being obedient—that's the flip side of it. So, like, there's one side of it where you're trying to get closer to God and you want to do walk in His purpose, mm. and you form some limitation, maybe that says, you know, well, God, I don't know if I'm really ready for this. You get mm. me? But then there's the other side of it where it's like, you know, 
God wants you to be obedient, so now he's setting that that limitation for mm. you. How are you going to be able to handle it? You know, like again, we talked about it kind of in our last episode, but like with like with sex, I'm not bringing a, a girl up to my apartment at twelve o'clock at night. Right. You know what I'm saying? Limits. Limits, yeah. and that's a that's a limit. That's a limit that's that's honoring God and being obedient. And you know what? Mm-hmm. And speaking of that a little more, yeah, being more transparent. Yeah, I think uh, I speak for myself, and then I'll kind of assume for everybody who's listening. Okay. Everybody has an autopilot button. Of course. When it comes to stuff like this, yes, where I may have good intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're a nice looking girl. I would really like to spend time with you, right? But there's an autopilot. There's a moment where I'm going, "Oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's going down, right? It's a, it's a, and there's a switch, you're right? And so, um, and I'm not gonna say, especially as men, everybody got their switch. Yeah, I think so. That's and I fact. think the goal. I don't even know why, you know, it's crazy to be on this topic, but the goal with, with dating and being in relationships is so important to set a respectable limit way before you can get to that point. Yeah. So you can really walk with God with this person. Because sex is power. It is. And all power belongs to God. Right. So you, you got to make sure you got to do your best. Right. To set the right limits. Right. So you can get to the altar, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As a born again virgin, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think that was something that was that was brought up too uh, in that in pray for your spouse challenge this week. It was talking about uh, like sexual immorality and stuff like that, but it was talking about setting the right limitations. Right. That was another thing. This whole the whole limitations thing was on, was just on our spirits sort of throughout the whole week. To be honest, y'all. But um, another thing I want to say is like, um, what do you think of the statement? Limitations are a byproduct of expectations. Hmm. So. I see it. No, I, you know, I think um, that's why devotion time is so important. So you can really submit your expectations. Right. So, for example, I may expect, I may in my heart have an expectation of um, a friend, yeah, a dating partner that's not set on godly principles, right? Or it might not mean anything in the long run. God right. knows knows us better than we know ourselves. Right. So he he'll have a better idea of what you need. And that's what the Holy Spirit's job is. It's to go down into the ocean of your heart mm-hmm. and re- and really pull out what's necessary, not what you want. Right. So really submitting to God. You know what God? I may want somebody mm-hmm. with thick eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> not the paint on ones. Right. I mean <laughs> or I may want a friend who just has my back. Right. Not not being cognizant of the fact that them having my back might mean that they might have to tell me more truth. Right. In this season than I've ever heard. That's a fact. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because now you now you just you setting that okay, this is what a friend looks like to me, God. Mm, exactly. This is just what a friend looks like to me. This is this is what uh my purpose looks like to me. Right. You get what I'm saying? And Well God's like, you don't even know what a friend looks like. Don't even. Not at all. I've never, and I, I've never been so, how do I say it? Like, when I had, to, when I said, I, when I discovered that statement, it was like a discovery moment because it was just like, you, you're setting limitations because you have your own expectations that you're still trying to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Instead of being, you got, and this is where, I, when you have your devotional life too, it's uh, important to have the mindset of humility. Mm-hmm. Being able to say, you know what, God, my way is not 
the best way. Right. So I think that's what we get into a lot of a habit of is thinking that, all right, you know, if something didn't happen the way that I wanted to, dang, I just missed the best opportunity that I could have had. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now there's never going to be any other opportunity that comes my way like this, mm. you know? And it's just that you just, you just creating a narrative that tells God, well, God, this was my only chance. No, God. And I think this is where uh, my verse that I was thinking about um, all week kind of comes in. Once God starts something, he's going to finish it. Mm. That, that's found in Philippians 1, verses 6 and 7. If God said he's going to start something, he's going to finish it. So if the opportunity didn't work out for you, whether it's to pursue a relationship, pursue a business, mm. pursue, uh, you know, um, I don't know, a, a different career path, um, get the house that you want, whatever, doesn't mean that it's that that's, that God's not going to reward you with that. But you have to be able to trust him. He wants to see, all right, you know what? Are you going to create a limitation on what I can do based on what's happening right now? Right. Or are you going to still trust me with the ex with the expectation that I'm going to deliver on what I said I would deliver on? And you know what I think? I think my suggestion would be looking at the history of your expectations. This is true. This is a good point. That's a good point. That's what, good practical. What's your habit? What's your expectation habits? Mm, okay. Because okay. where you mismanage expectations, you're going to breed disappointment. Wow. Okay. So if okay. I expect yeah. to be... I go to Chipotle. Yeah, right, right. I expect a good scoop of guac. <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Amen. If you don't scoop the guac the way I expect it to be scooped for the extra $2 I'm giving you... <laughs> I will be disappointed. Right. Because that's not, it doesn't meet my expectation. Right, right. The reality is, whether they scooped a lot or a little bit, I'm going to be happy once I'm fed. Mm, okay. I think I see what you're going here. Are you? So yeah. you're saying that we go in with the expectation of this is what I need to get, or mm -hmm. thinking this is what I need to get, but not knowing that once you get that in any capacity, mm -hmm. as long as it's delivered to you. Come on. On the other side, you'll be like, "I'm satisfied. I'm right. I'm filled." Exactly. And I and that's where I and now here's now here's where, here's another good question. I think, do you think there's a, a category of, I wouldn't say worldly expectations. I I guess you're going to say worldly worldly mm -hmm. expectation versus Christ expectation because I think, the two are very different. Very different. Very very different. The um, the, the principle that holds them two together. Right. That is. The same usually, right? Like the the proto the technique you use to expect mm -hmm. things, but there are two different yes. categories. Yeah, because I think the, if you look at things from a Christ-like view, right, um, there are certain things that you can get, and you don't look at it as a limitation. You look at it as a okay, this is an opening. Mm -hmm. Like I'll give you all something that happened to me this past week um, at my job. Um, so last week, I, um, I already knew coming into the week that I was covering for one person um, the whole week. And so I'm responsible for managing, um, you know, retirement accounts. That's my job. So uh, it's a lot of lot of accounts that I had to oversee the whole week. To my understanding, um, my manager was supposed to, you know, he was supposed to, you know, cover for another gentleman that was going to be out on this past Friday. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Thursday comes around and they were like, uh, one of the, my other coworkers was like, oh, yeah, Brandon, it looks like you're going to be, sounds like you're going to be covering for two people. I was like, since when? I, I, I wasn't. It wasn't told to me, mm. and um, I was like, okay. Um, so I went. I went up to my boss, and uh, I I didn't. I chose not to make it a big deal because 
I didn't look at it as a limitation of what I could do. I said, okay, God, this is a way you show me I'm capable of doing something greater. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's a good mindset. Instead of having, like, the worldly view of, like, all right, well, that was inconvenient. Why did he not tell me ahead of time? Give Mm. me, like, just using reasons to to tell myself why I should be upset Mm -hmm. or I should be angered or bothered by it. I'm just going to find. That's the key, I think, with limitations, right, is that it's about your outlook. If you look at it as limitation, it's going to be a limitation for you. If you look at it as, as a plus or as a way of you um, being able to find some joy in it or being able to find an opportunity for you to be better, mm-hmm. then that's what it will be for you. You know, as, as Christians, yeah, we need to transition to, because God is in everything. Right. In, every, in yeah. every situation. Yeah. We got to stop looking at things as an obligation. Yeah. Look at it as an opportunity. I like that. When you, when you like face that. a situation... Mm-hmm. It, you could have looked at it that whole day. You yeah. could have looked at it as an obligation, right? But you took an opportunity. This is the opportunity, right? And if we start seeing it that way, mm-hmm. we'll start seeing God better. Yeah, because God's like, I didn't just have this coming away for no reason. Ex- precisely, mm-hmm. precisely. Yeah, I think that's really good because we can't look at things. We can't continue to be Christians and walk, try to say that we walk in Christ, but look at things from such a worldly view. Mm-hmm. You like. If you and I think that's uh, something that my uncle always has told me, and I think I've said it on previous episodes, is find joy in the journey because with God, that's one of the fruits of the spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, joy, peace. Genesis uh, says count it pure joy. Yep. When you face trials, there we go. Pure joy. Pure joy. Not regular joy. Not regular. <laughs> the non-tainted kind. <laughs> I get you, man. That's and that's power. I think it's it's one of the most beautiful things when somebody has something that comes into their life. Mm. And they're able to have a peace about it and a joy about it. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Because it's just, we can take it and say, all right, well, this is good. This is going to limit me from getting where I can, get, where I know I want to get to. So now you start to fall off and you start to become a victim of your emotion. Mm. We, we just talked, we just about, talked that. about that. And we got to transition from, I'm really trying to transition from being an emotional decision maker. Mm. I'm, I'm 31 years old. Most of my life, emotional decisions. And I'm trying to transition. I am transitioning mm-hmm. from being that way okay. to being a spiritually decisive person. And that's good that you add that you recognize that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it's a problem. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it's is. a problem. It is. But if I couldn't even admit it, how can I fix it? That's a fact. That's a fact. You want to go back a couple episodes, y'all, you can listen to how we overcome our problems. First step is admis- admission. Mm-hmm. You know? Um but uh, so, do you have any stories in the Bible, like anything that you would read? Maybe if somebody was in the devotional to kind of talk about limitations. One of the best things I could um, use. I'm in the Book of Daniel. Okay. Pastors coincidentally preaching on the Book of Daniel. Okay. I I was reading it. Not first. by coincidence. I was reading it first though, <laughs> just so you know. So you know, Pastor um, be just he be biting. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he just be taking jocking my style, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I love how. In the book of Daniel, Daniel went to the lion's den, and, and he had the um, fiery furnace situation. Yeah. But it never shows fear in Daniel. Mm. So his expectation was limitless. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He I didn't have that. a limit on his expectations because they, they didn't show him being Not to say he wasn't afraid. Yeah, of course. But if his fear was that part big of the story, it would be in the story. God, God is intentional with every part of the Bible. Right. Every so part of the he Bible. had yeah. such confidence. Right. Godfidence. Godfidence. I like that. That he was going to get through these situations. Mm-hmm. He moved different. He moved different. He, he was a special dude. 
So that really, for me, that's the scripture I'm studying right now. Okay. Really just front to back, front to back. Because he dealt with three different kings. All the different kings, they he transitioned. He kept moving. Mm-hmm. Because like Pastor said today, he moves in excellence. Right. That's what so I'm they can trust him. Right. When you move in excellence, the excellence will show even when you're not there. Right. That's, yo, that was he, good. That was good when he said mm-hmm. that. I was like, yo, that's a big fact. Because if you ever figured, you ever had situations in life where you make sure you're on your P's and Q's, they ain't got no, no, nobody got nothing to say. They, they can't, mm-hmm. they, what, what are they going to hold over you? That you were trying to, too, you were trying too hard to be excellent? Right. You know? And it's really, another way to describe that excellent behavior is like um, walking in integrity. Yeah. And being blameless. Yeah. 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 I like that word, blameless. Can you touch touch on that real quick? Think about being blameless, not giving your anybody room to use something against you, and they be right for doing it. And and from a sinful standpoint, they be justified. Yeah, and calling. Okay, I get. So let's say if I if I'm at the store Mm -hmm. and lady bump into me, and then I curse the lady out. Yeah. Now I'm in the wrong. Right. And let's say I see that lady at another event. Let's Mm -hmm. say I see you in church. Yeah. Now she could say to everybody in church, well, that young man cursed me out in the, in the supermarket. She wouldn't be lying. And I would be at blame. I'd be at fault. Even though snapping, even he, though she started it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I get you. I get that. I totally get that. that you know what, Ashley? I like the tie here. Mm-hmm. That brings me to a story that I'm wanting to study this week. I think I brought it up earlier. was Joseph. Mm-hmm. Story of Joseph. My favorite guy in the Bible. The amount of faith that Joseph had is beyond me. I mean, because, you know, this man was, he, early on, he was, he was bred from royalty, mm-hmm. got rejected by his, got rejected by his brothers and was banished from the city. Mm-hmm. He was, and he got sold into slavery. Mm. And he had to sit, what, what, how many years was it? I don't want to talk about How many years? He, I actually don't know. I believe it was, but he was it was a long time. He was in jail for two, three years. Yes. For nothing. For nothing. He did the right thing in, in being... Remember when um, was it uh, uh Potiphar's wife? Mm-hmm. Potiphar's wife was coming Trying on to, to him. Throw it at him, and he could have. He was he was what's that, what's that word you use? Blameless. Mm-hmm. As soon as it happened, he didn't got, get himself involved with the sin. Mm. He ran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you should be we're not gonna discuss that. Hey, dang, yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe <laughs> said. Joe, Joe. Right. He's like, nah, nah I'm nah, good. I'm, I'm good, good. B. He's like, nah, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna make you better. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have to remove myself. So he did all that. They still, and even though he was blameless, they never said if she was cute though. Listen. <laughs> they said he was good looking. They ain't say what she looked like. Maybe I need to go back. Let's hold on. Let's right, let's go right. back. Let's go back. So, so was she was she a ten, Joe? Or I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. She's a six. <laughs> see, it all makes sense now. See, mm-hmm. I hope she see if if she was a ten, it would give the story a lot more meaning. You know what? Let's not but... judge this woman. Okay. No. <laughs> I hope she honestly. I just hope she was a ten because then I, I would be more appreciative of the story. If she was a two, I'm like Joe. I, I would. Yeah, you're right, I'm Joe. Like, you I, ain't passed no I, test. I would have did the same she thing. She wasn't no like... real test, brothers. <laughs> But if she was out here looking like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, if she was like Rihanna or, you know, whatever, I'd be like, oh. Oh, even Angela Bassett. Bassett, oh. I could give him oh. some credit. 
Well, Neil, well, we talked about this. Neil Long. Oh, man. Listen. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> if you ran from Neil Long, I, I, bro, yeah, yo, yeah, Joe, you... You, you, I, bro, you bro. right. You, I got Neil you, Neil Long. I got you, bro. Oh, man. I, I got you, son. You go, you held it down for real. Brother to the night? <laughs> oh, man. He, bro. Yeah, that's man. a test. That's a test test. But... Back, back to back the, to you the, know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fell a little off track this... Bring that bad boy back in, but oh, no, man. it's uh, but that that story just compels me because um, he he was able. Uh, I think I think Brandon said it in a, one of the past one of the uh, I think it was iconic night. He said it. It was about finding the the palace in your prison mm-hmm. and realizing that you're even in the in the times where everything is crumbling around you, that there's still God's going to make a way, and that's what Joseph was doing the whole time. The whole time, and I mean it, that just tells that just reveals to me, man. There's no such thing. There's there should be no such thing as a limitation when you're talking about walking with God. Right. There should be no such word. Because you can do all things through. Right. So if we walking mm-hmm. through with Him, mm-hmm. then all things can happen. Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Mm. Once you seek the kingdom of God, uh-huh. you shall inherit the earth. Mm. I got. You. I mean. I mean, there's a lot of things on earth, so. And it also says the meek shall inherit. Yes. And meek means mm-hmm. moving forward through injury. Meek mill. I'm sorry. Moving forward through injury. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, 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 it's persevering through injury. Right. I learned that from the goat, Sergene. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yo. Y- y'all should have seen. the greatest spoken word artists of all time. I just want to say, y'all should have seen these uh, these heels she had on today. No, she had the she had the, uh, the purple marble lights. Yeah, <laughs> Jones was fire. Yeah, Jones looked like you remember um uh, what was it uh the what was the channel um MTV Jams where they had the yeah, uh, okay the ninety yo no 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 that she, it just remi- no listen but I'm saying this in reverence because like that's a classic. See, like, we wish we could, we could show you how yeah, to visual. You got to be so yeah, yeah. You just had to be there. It had to be that moment. But I'm still look. I give credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, so Jean, she's like you said, the goat. Mm-hmm. Goat. But um, yeah, man, these limitations, man. Stop. I just want to get uh, issue this to you guys all listening. Do not walk in the limits that the world has portrayed to you, but walk in the strength that God has given you. Mm. Like there That's are so, so many things, man. That's like, and I, I hate to be this guy, but I'm gonna say it right now because it's something that just came onto my heart. As a black man in America, oh goodness, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna do this as a black man in America. There I'm are one of the blackest ones there. There is so many things that we could be using. Mm-hmm. You got me them as limitations. Mm-hmm. So many things. Just based on where we come from, where mm-hmm. it is now. Oh, well, I can't get that job. Mm. I can't get that house. You know, they're not looking out for me. We shall overcome. You know, um, the I can't get this. <laughs> my credit's not good because they don't want to. They, they want my credit to be what? Excellence. But God can touch your credit. How about this though? Use that as a tool to. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was the only black player on my baseball team growing up. What? I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood. And I was the only black kid. My Every year, my dad was like, "Look, you want to make that all star team? You ain't got no excuse. Like, you ain't got no excuse." But it always kept me as a mentality. I will say the mentality as a black man is to always always aim for excellence. And I don't aim for and but the thing is here's the here's the problem people ain't don't people will take that as a limit because mm. they don't want to be excellent mm. you, you don't want to be great 
So you're using everything that's stopping you as a way to, to use that as an excuse to hold you back. Because a lot of people don't want the cost of greatness. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. There's things that come along with that that people are like, I'm just kind of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to have to endure through that. Dr. Martin Luther King, I look at his story, man. Uh, again, bro. Which like, part? Ooh, like, exactly. Like, man, like, yeah, listen. He was called, he called, he called himself to greatness. He, mm. I was just, I read this letter one time. It was so powerful. He was talking about how he was in his house. I think this was after they threw a brick through his house. Mm. And they, they brick said, you know, if you keep helping, you know, doing your mm-hmm. cause with the civil rights movement, we're going to burn your house down. And he sat in his, in his uh, living room or dining room area. Um, he had a cup of coffee because the, the, the exhibit was like a, like a tea, like a teacup on the mm. table. And what it was, it was talking about how he had to sit there and really talk to God and pray to God and was like, yo, God, I don't know. I, I want to give up. He told he told God, I want to give up. Mm. Now they're trying to hurt my family. They're trying to burn down my house. Mm. I don't want my kids to end up like those three girls in the church where they bombed the house or they bombed mm. the church. You know what I'm saying? So he had every reason to give up. You know what I'm saying? And although... Sure and it was... It was- a few of us would have gave up in that situation. That's what I'm saying. You have every... And there's so many things, man, that, that everybody has on a regular basis that can um, be a distraction because that's what the enemy wants to, wants to do for us, right? He wants... Mm-hmm. If he can't destroy us, then he's going to distract us. You hear me? Mm-hmm. If he's not... If if he's not... If he can't... Dis- he can't destroy us. You know, we're child of God. Just, right. He can't destroy us. So, you know... Being the child of God. Exactly. But the distraction, that's the backup tool. Exactly. He's like, all right, cool. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put this here. So now he thinks he's not he's not good enough to attain to attain what God has called him to be. Mm. I already know what God called him to be. Mm. The same way that God knows what you what your value is, the same way he knows what right. value you are. He studying he studied you. And he studied more, if I mean, anything. I get an example. It's this uh story was told to me. The devil was having a going out of business sale. Mm. So he was selling everything. Yeah. He was selling uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll, wow. guilt, shame. Wow, I like uh, that. What do you call it? Perverseness. What's the no? Was it? Uh, what do you, what's what's the word? Perverse, perversion. Perversion. Yes. Um, he was selling everything, but the one thing he kept was distraction. He knew if I, because he knew in discouragement, because he knew if I could distract you, mm-hmm. I can buy all those back. Right. I can get all the ones I sold. I could buy them all back. Wow. And so wow. the enemy spends so much time distracting you. Like right now, I'm not on social media. Okay. I'm going to get on social media to promote this podcast. Yeah, right. But I'm not on social media because, you know what? When, whenever I catch myself hitting that Instagram button too fast, oh, I got to cut it off. Because mm. that's distraction. That's it time is. taken. It and is. And it's me watching other people. Yeah. And I, I'm, not a, I'm not a jealous, yeah. uh, covetous person. I don't have that, that. That's not my struggle. Right. But even taking the time to watch somebody too much, or not too much, but watch, just be in the habit of it. Mm. There's so many things I'm, there's so many, the path I'm on, I'm on a path to greatness. So I ain't got time it to be It takes extreme watching. focus. You're right. I got yeah. time to be executed. That's a fact. You're right, man. You're right. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. I think that's good with social media, too, because social media, I think, sometimes can feed that limitation for mm-hmm. us, too, because, you know, we... We're on there looking, like you said, too busy looking at other people's success instead of really trying to live out our own. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get caught into that habit, yeah. you know. So I, I, I totally get that. I've been in that stage myself, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, where I had to take hiatuses. Just, right. You know what I mean? You just you have to do what you have to do because, um, like, like we just said, what the call to be great, are you going to answer the call? Right. You know what I'm saying? 
Don't ask yourself. I think we ask ourselves sometimes, like, too many times, are we prepared for it? And that's where you start going over all the things that can stop you. Right. Instead of all the things that could grow you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine, like, you're doing something nice for somebody. And the whole time, they're asking you why. Right. That's a little annoying. It is. Thank God, God he got patience. But we got to stop asking so many questions for something that God is already going to do. He's already ordained. So yeah. you put, he's already, that'd be, that'd be like me asking you, like, yo, Pat, like, why, like, why are we doing this podcast? Like, oh, I'll tell why, you why. You know what I mean? Why, right, right, why right. you, why, I'll tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why are you, why are you, uh, speaking the word on here? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and question the things I'll probably, that. I would probably rebuke you. I'm not going to question the things. You guys, don't question, stop questioning the things that are, that are, people, I think there's this, there's this quote, again, very cliche, it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And you start again when you receive something that's great, right? Even it's crazy how much how much limitations really seeps itself into people now. Because even you could get something great, and you're like, nah, this is too good to be true. There's got to be a catch with this. Mm. Just say yes. Mm-hmm. That's all God wants you to do is just say yes to Him. I'm learning. I'm learning. That's 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 behavior. That I was talking about the inferiority complex, yeah, right? Because of that complex, I would automatically assume, oh, this is gonna mess up. This ain't really for me. And unlearning that behavior is like pulling teeth. Because yeah. I'm so used to just mm-hmm. my reaction is it's gonna go bad. It's gonna go bad. Mm-hmm. Unlearning that behavior, yeah, it's a struggle. I ain't gonna lie to you. It is, man. It it and we were just talking about this before. Is like you know, God uh, wants to reshape your heart, but He also needs to renew your mind in the way that you view things. Like you know, what I'm saying sometimes you can only you're so like you said accustomed accustomed to just viewing things that come with a price mm. you know what i'm saying and and, it's, and this is true we're not saying that that's not true like mm. there's some things that you are have to you're going to have in your life that come with something you have to execute that might not be something that you expected or wanted mm. but at the same time you have to remind yourself that the call is worth it right. and that when, when things do are reaped onto you like or excuse me sold to you Trust that you 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 already did what God asked you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You went through the trenches. You know what I'm saying? You had the times where you had the questions about yourself. Maybe sometimes you had the points where you had these limitations sneak up on you, but you still persevered. Mm, I think amen. the I think the walk is about perseverance, mm-hmm. man. The walk really uh, that's what it boils down to is perseverance. Like, what are you gonna do when when it gets quote unquote too difficult? Right. What are you gonna do when it gets too hard to because the accomplish. response should hopefully be one that pleases God and is suitable for you. Exactly, exactly. You, you got to find that balance mm-hmm. and don't give up until you do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and another thing, just last point to touch on this too is, um, when God's calling you to greatness, God is going to stretch you. Mm-hmm. And if God is going to stretch you, He needs you to be open mm-hmm. to where He's calling you to be, which means you have to drop that expectation of something's not going to work out. Mm. You have to drop that limp, that mindset that's telling you, well, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do this guy because of this is how I happy. He's like, no, I, I already said it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Drop that. Forget that. Trust me. Right. Forget what they told you that you couldn't do this or you couldn't be that. Right. I just need you to trust me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's, a, that's where I was uh Because you're not getting. who they say you are. Mm. You have to remind yourself that go against, go against the, go against the thread, I'll say. Because you know, there's something society says that you couldn't do that you should that you shouldn't be able to do. Right. Yet God brought you through it. Come on, somebody. Just like we talked about with uh, the football players in the beginning. Amen. He was he wasn't supposed to throw for 400 yards that game, but he did. But he did. 
Whether he believed it or not, it happened. Right. It happened. Took place. The Jaguars, I never thought the Jaguars would be a good team two years ago. They actually look good. They actually went to the AFC Championship game, almost Nick, got to the Super Bowl. Nick Foles is actually balling in the preseason game. You know, so, like, again, there's no such thing as a limitation. Right. No such thing when you're walking with God. Um, We encourage you guys to just stay prayed up. Pray for a renewing of the mind and renewing of the heart as you're going through this season. If that's something that's been burdening you, um, just continuously seek God. Right. Ask him to change your desire, change your mind, and he'll, he'll do it. But you have to come to him with the intention of wanting to go beyond that, right? Mm-hmm. Releasing all that to him. Um, so one thing um, as we as we are getting prepared to um, close out, um, we're going to be doing this new segment. Um, I guess you could say just question of the week. Uh, we'll allow you guys as listeners to interact. Um, but we'll also start, well, we're going to start it off with a question and or challenge for this particular episode since it's uh, mm-hmm. the inaugural you know, um, episode. So the question for you guys is, are you placing limitations on God mm. or is God telling you to place a limit on something in your life Ooh, in, that's good. in this season? That's good. So that's look, right there. So look at, I want you guys this week to really look at maybe in a bigger picture or even just the small things that you do on a regular basis. Hey, is this me telling myself that I'm not able to do it? Mm. Or is this God telling me, I need you to not do that right now because it's not pleasing to me. You know? I mean, do you want to try answering that question yourself? Real quick? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I think it's a combination of uh, both. Um, you know, right now, um, as I'm stepping into where God really is calling me to be and really discovering my purpose, he's telling me, yo, you got to drop these expectations that you have on what you think you can't do. Mm. On what you think you, you know, you can only go but so far. Mm. Like, you know, you got to drop that expectation. Um, but then on the flip side, he's like, you know, I need you to cut some things off. I need you mm-hmm. to if and I need you to put things on a back burner, like a complete back burner where you not even if, if you come if it comes back to you or if you get skip back into that whatever environment that you were in before in your mm-hmm. life, get back into it with the intention of serving me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's not I don't need that to be your focus right now. Mm-hmm. You get me? Um, I think if you want be particular i would think that really right now is involving like my uh relational life mm. like as far as like relationships dating uh friendships and all that mm. all that included you know um so um it's 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 been tough but that's why i think this week um that story reading really studying more in that story of joseph will really kind of do things for me just to kind of open my eyes up to walking with transition i'll say because mm. uh, you know sometimes we can view changes as a prison in a way because it's it's so uncomfortable right and um that's where i'm just gonna apply that really mm. you know okay finding like we said earlier finding a palace in the prison uh-huh yeah man it's not really a prison but you know it gives, gives me more comfort mm. knowing that this man went through all that and you know really seeing what he was doing throughout the whole process then I know I can do it because I'm a child of God just like he was. That's good, Pastor. You get me? Mm-hmm. So, but uh, what about you? Um, well, I've been, I've just been taking limits off as much as I could, especially, can, especially recently. Mm-hmm. Like, um, recently I've accepted the fact that I'm gifted with spoken word. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I even got on stage and did my thing. Okay, that's good. Um, and God's really just been pushing me. Okay. Um, right now I'm writing a piece called Hey Big Head. Right, okay. And it okay. really just attacks like relationships and seeing... Dropping some gems, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And seeing relationships from a godly standpoint. Okay. And then working on the parts of you that God's been pointing out mm-hmm. before you step into a serious relationship right. and or marriage. Right, right. And so right. it's really been a lot of fun, man. And really just... You know, realizing, okay, God's giving me this gift. Admitting I had the gift mm-hmm. was hard enough. I had to go through a lot. Um, shout out to my mentor, Sir Jean. She's really... <laughs> the goat strikes yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, the goat strikes again. <laughs> um, she's really helped me to see um, how I need to look at this thing, what's the purpose, yeah. how I need to use my gift. Right. And so I'm just getting ready um, to release my passion in a godly way. Mm-hmm. And just really glorify God. Because I'm not here for no no glory. I don't want no credit. I just really want God to get the full glory out of me. Yep. And um, I really want to do a good job. Mm-hmm. But when I first started really understanding this gift, I was understanding it from a limitation point of view. Right. So I had these limitation glasses on. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm going right. to just do it this way and I'm right. going to just do it that way. I had those 3D glasses on. Right. They give you at the movies. Right. <laughs> and God's like, yo, stop doing that. Right. I, I just, just... Write when I tell you to write. Right. Mm-hmm. Rem- like memorize it. Mm-hmm. So when I call you to you know do your thing, mm-hmm. you're gonna do your thing, and right. I'm gonna get the glory. Right. It all come. It all come full circle. Exactly. Yeah. I we have to look at like like look at those those small blessings, man, and just I think the biggest thing I encourage you to do, man, just take it day by day. Right. And they, as you're doing it day by day, it's just like you're accomplishing a new goal, and before you know it, all those goals are gonna. Line up to where God's just going to reveal everything. Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you to write that? This was for this particular situation. Right. When I told you to write that like three months ago, that was for this. Right. You get me? And I, you know, also say this. I think we put limitations sometimes in how we look at what can what can be done. Mm. So, for example, I was in school and I didn't have the money to cover the financial aid for that semester. Right. So I thought I was going to have to go home. And so uh, the I had favor with the provost. Okay. And so, um, actually, he's a former provost, and I had I was just walking on campus, yeah. like that Friday, mm-hmm. and I ended up walking past him, and he was like, he looked like stressed out, and right. I said, uh, he looked a little tired, yeah, right. And I said, yo, what's you good? Yeah. He said, am I good? <laughs> he's like, dummy, I just kept you in school. I just argued on your behalf for two hours, and I was like, oh, thank you, oh, thank you. <laughs> Wow. Shout out to Dr. Urban, right? Yo, wow. Um, wow. He's like, I just finished art. Now I'm going to go home and get a steak. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there anything I need to do? He's like, so now I'm going to go home and get a steak. Was he yelling at you? Yeah, now I'm going to go yeah, home yeah, he was and yelling. get a steak. He was yelling. And I was like, is there anything I need to do? He was like, succeed. I'm like, okay. Oh, all right, all right sir, sir. All right, okay. Apologies. All right. Go eat your steak. Just because I was, he knew I was struggling. Yeah, that yeah, right, right, right. Succeed. That's what I need you to do. I was like, okay, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what God's telling us to do, man. You know, he, he's already going to bat for us. We don't even know it. Mm-hmm. But you got to know, you got to know that if God's going to bat for you, that's more than enough. Right. You don't need 10,000 people to go to bat for you. God only had, he, only, he walked with 12 people mm-hmm. in, in a world where there was millions of people. So, removing limitations mm-hmm. takes faith. It does. Faith is going to take your efforts. Mm-hmm. Faith is going to take trust. Right. 
Michael Todd, I was listening to that. Oh, Michael yo, Todd is yo. Michael Todd, bro. He Crazy Faith. He's doing it right Listen now. On, he's doing it right now. Crazy Faith. Uh, Baby part Faith one. was the next one. Baby Faith. Like, I'm halfway through Baby. Yes, yeah, that's the part two. Yes, part yeah, two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I started part two this past weekend, but yeah, that that one's rocking. But the first one. Li- listen, listen to that yeah, because that's where whole... this whole that's where this whole honestly honestly if I'm being for real that's where kind of this whole thing struck me was like we put too too many limitations on God he 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 depicts it so well he he gets props included bro listen to it yeah. Michael Todd cra- Crazy Faith Part One Part Two is out right now Part Three I imagine is going to be released this week sometime I got to catch up mm-hmm. but yo get on it. Really, just start walking in faith, man. God is God's with you. As long as you believe, you only. I was telling Pat when we were coming in here, you're only as you're only going to go as far as your belief in God really is. So if you believe that there's a limitation on you, there is going to be a limitation on you. If you don't, if you don't believe that there's going to be a limitation on what God's calling you to do, then you're going to walk in His favor, and things are going to you're going to start to see things transforming. Even on the even on the day to day day to day basis, mm. you'll start seeing a, a change in the way that you operate, a change in your habits. But you, it all starts with the belief. And one of the parts I'm not going to give too many spoilers, but he uh, we talk about faith of a mustard seed. That's mm. all I'm gonna say. Right. God's asking you to have this much. If you would have had just this much, I'm doing like a little pinch right mm. now <laughs> um, for y'all to uh, listening. But if you just would have had that much. I would have. I could have got I so much done. I'm gonna deliver. Right. You know. So, but yeah, no limitations, y'all, for this week. No limitations on your whole life moving forward. Um, you know, I'm hoping that this message can touch you guys and, uh, you know, just encourage you to keep walking, man. Um, perseverance. Perseverance comes with a, comes with a price, and perseverance is gonna come with you reminding yourself there's no limitation. Right. You know. So. Amen, and, man. And, any closing remarks? Nah, man. I just I love y'all. Uh, I really believe God's gonna move. Um. And I really believe um, God spoke, man. And so I just I just pray that uh, whatever is on your heart that took root, I pray that it really takes root and, and, and blesses you through this week, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And we hope we did you a good service, man. We hope we did a good job for y'all today. PB, PB is trying, we just trying to do the, you know, the, the public a great service out here, you know. Um, we don't do this for show. We don't do this uh, for clout. We really trying to just do this to just be genuine and show y'all that, you know, you can walk in God. For the glory. For the glory. And be who you are. Mm-hmm. Be who he called you to be. Mm. So, uh, again, this is Keep Not Yours podcast. We are signing out. All right, y'all. Deuces.